I hope you enjoyed the first half of the convo I had with Sharanja and Anika about the books we read during our childhood. For the second half of the episode, which is what you're listening to right now, we continue the conversation with books that we were reading in our pre-teens, so early 2000s. Feel free to connect with me on my Instagram at everything90spodcast to let me know which books you enjoyed reading in the 90s and early 2000s. Take care and hope you enjoy. I know a lot of people are into Harry Potter, but I never read those books because I got one for a birthday one year and my mom made me go and exchange it. What? Wait, she made you exchange it? <laughs> yeah, like she didn't want me reading Harry Potter. Told you, Why? super Christian. <laughs> oh, 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 got it, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> too much, too much witchcraft and demonic stuff going on. Okay. I, I think they came out or became really popular when I was in grade five. That's like my memory of um, Harry Potter and, or maybe like grade four, grade five. And there was this one kid in my class that was obsessed obsessed with harry potter like it was really annoying like his obsession became very annoying um but i i do remember like um when we whenever we had the scholastic scholastic book orders um every kid in my class would order the harry potter books but this is like i had no interest in it but because everyone else was buying them like came on me can you buy me the harry potter book it was like the thick thick um the the it was like an orange and blue cover order of the phoenix okay yeah and to this day it's still in my closet like it's in my closet like i haven't read it <laughs> i just <laughs> i just bought it because everyone yeah, it might be buy- something if it's one of those early printings yeah it could be worth a lot of money in the future keep it yeah it's still there collecting dust never read it um, but I, yeah. I like the movies yeah, yeah for like sure it's some movies that made me want to read the book I remember watching the first movie when I was like it came out in like 2000 I think oh, so you watched you watched the movie before you read the book yeah because prior to that like I knew that there was a series because my brothers were reading it but when I I always just I always just associated with like this weird boys book basically but when the movie came out and I saw what it was about I'm like I have to get on this and then after that it's been a it was a 10-year love affair I read the series multiple times (laughs) but it it was such a great introduction into fantasy I think that was like my first series that was about the fantasy genre I didn't even watch any of the movies until university Mm. I actually found out that there's like a bunch of YA series out right now that actually started as um, Harry Potter fan fiction. So you know that um, Fifty Shades no, of Grey. No, Twilight. that was Twilight. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> um, like the Shadow Hunter series. They also had like a TV TV show. Um, that started out as a as um, Harry Potter fan fiction. Weird, weirdly enough. Interesting. Yeah, I I enjoyed the movies, not so much, I didn't really care too much about the books, but, and I think back then, um, like, no one knew that the author was a woman. No, 
no, no, no. I, I think everyone assumed she was a man. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a recent news saying that she herself is kind of problematic? She's very problematic. <laughs> She's oh. very, very problematic. Oh, is she? Oh, gosh. Yeah. I know nothing about her. It's it's one of those things where like you wish that this person never got Twitter because now they just tweet the first thing that comes to their head without thinking it. She's very she she's problematic towards her like feelings about like trans people. Like she's made very like anti-trans comments on Twitter, but she refuses to see how problematic her words are. Mm. Yeah, but the, one of the things that I liked about her whole story is the fact that she was on like social assistance in the UK at the time that she was reading at the, at the time that she was like writing Harry Potter. So it, it goes it goes towards that argument that like, you know, like social assistance, like welfare, it's like a it's a needed thing. You never know who who's on who's on it and like where they can go in their yeah. life because of the help that they received at that time, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like social assistance and welfare is a very um touchy subject because obviously like anything there will be people who use it correctly but there are a lot of people who use it incorrectly and they make it bad for others yeah a different conversation (laughs) yeah yeah but I I didn't know that about uh JK Rowling that's that's so inspiring and so amazing like just you plant that seed of helping and then it blooms into something mm-hmm. it bloomed into something so beautiful mm-hmm. but um yeah it's her comments now that are kind of like casting a negative light on her previous years of work mm. yeah um similar to dr seuss now i don't know if you've been hearing about like his older books of how they're mm-hmm. pretty racist and I I loved Doctor Zeus. Same. Yeah, I, mean, I, <laughs> I feel like that was that was also just he's a product of the times. So like back then, everybody had those those things because that was just normal. Mm-hmm. But if it were if you were still alive today and had those feelings, then it would be a different story. But um, there were certain books that were still on sale from Dr. Seuss that had like racist imagery. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of the books, but they actually um, put those books out of print. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, I think so. That's the one I know of. Um, Dr. Doolittle was, ri- was written by Dr. Seuss? Yeah. I. I just I just associate Doctor Doolittle with like the Eddie Murphy movie that came out oh, yeah. like years and years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure it's Doctor Zeus. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, Cat in the Hat. I had a grade one teacher that was obsessed with Cat in the Hat, and we had like Cat in the Hat parties. We made Cat in the Hat hats. We had Cat in the Hat day. Like everything was Cat in the Hat. <laughs> I had a great teacher who was obsessed with Winnie the Pooh and all of his friends. <laughs> so our classroom was all Winnie the Pooh out. We like did things with Winnie the Pooh. It was fun though. <laughs> I love Disney. Oh, that's funny. I just like um, from Dr. Seuss, I just remember um, Green Eggs and Ham. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like the simplest story, but it's so fun to like reread. <laughs> 
I do not like green eggs and ham sam I am. I do not like I will not eat it here or there. I will not eat it anywhere. Oh, yes. Okay, so yeah, back to the early 2000 preteens. Um, I used to enjoy reading Abby Hayes. Are you familiar it with that? familiar, but... She had like, um, like red hair. She was like a redhead, had red hair curly pucky red hair um I don't remember much of the storylines but I just remember her having like a lot of siblings and she was kind of like a diary um let me see if I could google and show you guys it kind of sounds like are you there god it's me Margaret I haven't heard of that one um okay yeah here's the picture the Amazing Days of Abby Hayes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you remember now, yes. I feel like there was a TV show too, but correct me if I'm wrong. There was? My, feel whole, like, life, maybe, my whole like, childhood life, I was like, I wish they had a TV show. I wish they had a TV show. Like it's jogging my memory. Oh my God. Why TV had like so many TV shows that were like adapted from Canadian books for kids? Oh my gosh, if there's a TV show, I am I need to find it. Side note on a TV thing, do you ever realize that like the TV shows, the live action TV shows that we had as kids, sorry, the live action Canadian TV shows we had as kids, like, they actually look like kids. So like, you know, like when, when we were watching like the Disney Channel stuff, like American stuff, it was people older playing younger age. But for us, like with the grassy, it was always like people that age playing that age, or mm-hmm. with like all those shows on, on YTV, like um, Ready or Not, or like other ones. It was people playing like the age that they were supposed to be. Like it just felt more real. You just said Ready or Not, and then that theme song started playing in my head. So anything <laughs> you said after that didn't, didn't I didn't hear. <laughs> just basically that in Canada, people are playing the age that they're meant to be and it just felt more realistic more genuine yeah especially because they didn't wear as much um makeup back then too like their faces for the most part looked like like normal like young faces right but then like example um Riverdale oh yeah I don't remember high school students looking like that I think I went to the wrong high school Archie, Archie was out there in the first episode with like a six pack. Yeah, he was ripped. Well, I mean, there are thirteen year olds who are ripped, Shanta. Thirteen year olds? Yeah. with a six pack. Shanta, there's six year olds out there with six pack. No. I'll I'll send you I'll send you things. Don't send me anything. I don't want to get. No, don't send me anything. <laughs> um. All right, any other books on the list? Yes, I know this is one of my favorites and it's also Shranja's. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. <laughs> I never Our Canadian that. girl, the whole series, but these two were, were on Rachel. Sorry, what, what is it called? Our Canadian Girl. So the series highlighted different, different Canadian girls throughout like history. 
and was it based on true stories i don't i don't really think so like true events i guess but not true event. stories so like this one is about a little girl who escaped from america for freedom the underground railroad hmm. and her mother's pregnant and her family was trying to resettle a town, right? In like Nova Scotia. Yeah. So, so the, the thing for the series itself says, welcome to our Canadian girl. In this wonderful new series, you will get to know Rachel and many other strong, smart, and courageous girls. They come from different places and times in Canadian history, and each of them meets some ordinary and extraordinary challenges in her day-to-day -day life. Cool. I'll pick, I'll pick those. Oh, you know what? I do remember you, sh I think you shared that on Instagram or something. Yeah, I did. These yeah. are like some of the other books. I'm going to pick those up for my future students. <laughs> All right, Shrandra, you're up. Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw these at the library, The Breadwinner. That looks familiar. Parvana's Journey. Yeah, it's all part of the same series, but these were the first set of books I ever read that were like during a war like the their the setting is like Afghanistan in the early 2000s the main character is living in Kabul where it's like like overrun with the tab Taliban she's not allowed to go outside she can't go to school anymore um anytime they want to go outside she has to she has to be accompanied by like a male relative and the thing is the Taliban one day come and take take away her father so it's only her, her mom, and her older sister in the house, and they don't have a way to survive because they can't go outside. So what she does is dress up as a boy to do the day-to-day -day errands for her family. And I just thought it was, like, such an eye-opener for, like, world politics, th things that are happening in, on the other side of the world. And, like, I loved it enough to read the whole series, and, like, it made me cry. <laughs> it was the first book that ever made me cry. That, the, the first one, um, the image looks very familiar, and that storyline sounds familiar. It was a movie a few years ago. I think Angelina Jolie adapted it as a cartoon movie. Mm. Was it, like, was it part of any of our English reading, like, yeah, yeah, I we we uh I think we had to read this in grade five too. Okay, yeah, that's probably how I know of it. For me, I have Santa Paws. <laughs> Do you guys know Santa Paws? I know Santa Paws. <laughs> Nika's like, what? That's a novel. When Santa, Santa Paws, there was there was a book where Santa Paws got lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, that book. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Clarification, like Santa Paws or like Santa Paws? Paw, like, like, like paw. Paw. It's about a homeless okay. dog. <laughs> it's a story about a homeless dog um, that helps like families. Interesting. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that book. I think, I think that's the book that made me want to get a dog. Same. Oh, my dog is not like Santa Paws. <laughs> not saving anyone. <laughs> All right, um, I think it's, oh, my, no, I just went, Anika's turn. Oh, Anna Green Gables, I used to read Anna Green Gables, and oh, yeah. Pretty Women, all those, like, classics. 
pretty women? Pretty, sorry, little women. Oh. <laughs> little women. <laughs> I'm like, your mom didn't let you watch, uh, didn't let you read Harry Potter, but she let you watch Pretty Woman? <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Pretty Woman didn't have no demonic and Satan stuff. The children watching a movie about, yeah. anyway, no judgment. About. I mean, I, I watched um, My Best Friend's Wedding, like, at a young age. Do you remember that one with Julia Roberts? Yeah. That, yeah. One. Really that one's too real to life. <laughs> what? Am I, not... I don't remember that one. That was, like, my favorite. Oh. Do I have it? No. Oh, yep, I have it. Wait, let me, let me show you. Was this on VHS or DVD? VHS, of course. Shalina, you just have VHSs sitting in your, your bedroom? Do you have a VCR in your bedroom? No. Oh, so. But, but like the other day, I was cleaning out my yeah, uh, basement. Your, your basement. I found all my VHS movies. I was like, yay, I'm bringing them upstairs with me. Anyway, um, do you all remember um, Chicken Soup? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Selena, I was actually looking at a whole bunch of my, my Chicken Soup books on my bookshelf this morning, but I'm like, I'll just leave them there because I wasn't reading those during like the time we're going to be talking about. But yes, I love Chicken Soup. I, I'd read any Chicken Soup for the teenage soul, for the adult soul, for the anybody's soul. Like, I just love people's stories. Like, it's just so like... I love to hear people's stories about their lives. Yeah. And they have the one for like one each topic. For yeah. every topic, they have a chicken soup for the soul. Maybe there's a chicken soup for the podcaster soul. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um, I don't, do you guys remember reading like Kenneth Opal books? There was a series that he had on that. That were really popular in like the early I, 2000s. I remember the, the TV show for that. Yeah, they had a cartoon TV show like Silver Wing. Oh, that looks familiar to me. Yeah, he lives in, I, a random fact, I just found out he lives in Toronto. I'm like, oh, I, I never knew. And your your books were like such a big part of like my early introduction to fantasy. Nice. You could have gotten something signed. If you had known. I, I, weird enough I think one of his books had his ac actual address printed in the book well, like, I, so, like, I have no idea like to send fan mail because this was during the time like fan mail was still a thing where like people wrote letters and sent it and I'm like oh that's fan mail is still a thing but it's like emails right I feel, feel like everything's like electronic yeah mm, I think people still send stuff in because at least I know for comic wise, like people send stuff in and they even send their drawings. Yeah, I don't know if people do that for authors now though. But yeah, I still I still remember this book. <laughs> yeah. I always had this thing that where like I wish that more there was more like Canadian like TV shows about like Canadian Canadian books like more content about like Canadian uh Canadian books because I feel like everything that we get now for kids it's like American shows or American movies that are just being brought over here mm -hmm. that's true yeah that's the thing like we don't 
they don't teach us enough Canadian Canadian history even. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I'll change that. I have one more year left in my teacher certificate program. I'll change it. This McGregor's room, classroom. The the library's gonna be lit <laughs> with Canadian yeah. diversity. Um, Shalina, you're gonna be a cool teacher. Oh, thank you're gonna you. be a cool teacher. I could tell. <laughs> thank you. You're gonna be the coolest. I'm very oh, approachable man. too. You're old. You you lived in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I survived Y2K. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, oh, but yeah, for me, that's pretty much it on my like preteen list because that's kind of when I kind of hopped off the books. Like I I didn't really find reading. Oh, I also oh I had American Ashley books. I just remember they're like they're serious. Oh my, yeah. What yes. <laughs> I had a whole bunch, but this is the only one I could find. And you remember their their detective, like their detective cases. Yeah, the adventures. What was it called? Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley. I always wondered how Ashley felt to be second class. It was always Mary Kate and Ashley, not Ashley and Mary Kate. <laughs> it just flows better, I think. I don't. It flows better because you think so because that's all you always hear it as. If you heard it as Ashley and Mary Kate, then you would think that it flew better as Ashley and Mary Kate. That's a good point. They branded it that way, I guess. I yeah. Know. Like, A comes before M. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Well, there's one, one, one comes before two, as in one name over two. <laughs> Well, they're both kind of playing sec- second fiddle to the younger sister now, right? What's her name? Um, she obviously she's not, they're not second fiddle. If you don't even know her name. Her name's Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. Lizzie. They used to call her Lizzie. Yes. Lizzie. Yeah. I, I I don't think you can really say second fiddle because how she's only now getting like fame. Even when she was in the movies, like people didn't really care about her. It's only till Wandavision, but. Mary Kate and Ashley, they've had it since the 80s all the way to like the 2000s. That's a solid career. Even if they're they're not in it anymore, like that's a solid career. Mm-hmm. I think they're still active in the fashion industry. Um, that That's it for me for my books. I don't know if any of you wanted to. Oh, 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 do you guys remember when we were in elementary school, the MS Readathons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiple sclerosis, like the readathon. So, so you would like read your books and track it, and then you could get people to pay you per book or just to give you a lump sum. And you're trying to like raise funds for multiple sclerosis. And then, whoever like if you met like certain goals, you'd get you would get like rewards. Oh. Like so, you get like I don't know a bag or a t-shirt or whatever it's like all for charity right but but listen to this I looked it up recently to see if they still do it and they still do it but the rewards are trash (laughs) the rewards like if you get this level then your avatar gets like a a hat 
if you get to this level, your avatar, you can change your avatar to do this. Like, so you're not getting anything really. It's just like a stupid avatar. Downgrade, eh? <laughs> do you guys um, remember oh. like? Go ahead. I was just gonna say, do you guys do you guys uh, remember having like silver birch or white pine or red maple in your in your school? Um, not elementary school, but high school. I used to do white pine. Elementary yeah, school, I remember. Yeah, in elementary select... they had like what uh, silver birch for little kids. But only a select few could get into it. I think. Like I remember really? only, like I I could I never got into it. I think they were chosen. Yeah, like I think teachers recommend for people. high school. For elementary. For elementary. Oh. Yeah. Like I think your teacher recommends like re recommends people from their from their class to do it. Yeah, I remember just being so jealous. I'm like, oh, they get to go to the library and read. But I never got to. <laughs> oh, the scholastic book fair. Yes. Yeah, I like. You never have a lot of money, but you still like to go. <laughs> you could still get a fair amount of like accessories too if you didn't have enough money for books, like bookmarks, pens, erasers. Yeah. Oh, oh! Do you guys remember the I Spy books? <gasps> yes. I used to love those. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. I used to love those with the, the, the page and then like it would have the riddle and then you try and find your different things. Oh my gosh. They're still around because yeah, they are. Like in um, childcare, we would have those books and go through them with the kids. So fun. Or, 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 or sticker books. Oh my gosh, yes. I could, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. One, I should have showed this earlier, but one of my earliest memories of books is this one. It was like a personalized Disney book where it would oh, have yeah. your name. And I just remember like whenever my mom would do this or my, I think my grand, yeah, my grandparents bought it for me in 94. That's so cool. And um, it was a story of me, Donald Duck and Mickey like it was a beautiful sunny day in the neighborhood shalina age three years old from mississauga ontario was standing outside mickey mouse's house hurry donald shalina said like it had i was just so amazed it had my name in it uh, and went to mississauga, ontario oh my gosh that's, that's so cool say, like especially i feel like especially for us who don't have like names that you see on everything like to have something personalized that like that makes it even like more special because you can't you can never find your name on one of the keychains or those things at the the tourist shops yeah no sarah over here <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah anywho thank you so much for coming on the show um this was really great showing me your Thanks books for I'm glad that we still have thank you for, thank oh, you for inviting us yes it was so fun yeah. it, it's always fun to talk to you <laughs> likewise and um listeners make sure you check out their book club brown girls in the rain book club when is your next meeting so in june we are 
13th and June 27th. Okay, cool. Noted. Yes, yeah, so mark your calendars. And um, if there were any books that we didn't mention that you remember from your childhood, feel free to connect me on Instagram at everything 90s podcast. And until then, ciao. Deuces. Deuces. Thank you.